morning. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Before we read the word, I want you to repeat this after me. Say, Lord, open my eyes to see, open my ears to hear, open my heart to receive what you have in store for me. I grab it by faith this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, New King James Version. And it reads, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Jesus Christ is the same today, uh, yesterday, today, and forevermore. We're starting a new series this morning entitled Lessons from the Pandemic. Lessons from the Pandemic. God has impressed this on my spirit. This is something that God has been working with me on. Uh, the, these past couple of weeks after the three series and and I know Pentecost Sunday is next Sunday and I'll have something for that. But I want to kind of start something that God and share with you what God has been like really laboring um, on my heart right now. Um, what God has been laboring on my heart right now. And and uh, and and, and um, in this series, I want to share a few lessons that God uh, has been ministering to me about in order to encourage and also to challenge our faith in this season. All right. It is my belief that in any situation you and I find ourselves in, there is something we learn while we're going through it, especially in this pandemic. Ladies and gentlemen, there are some great men and women of the Bible, like when David wrote certain Psalms, he did not always write them in the best of circumstances. There were times where David were, were, was in a cave. King David was in a cave, especially when Absalom, his son, tried to uh, uh, come and, and, and take over his kingdom. And there were moments where you'll find David writing the Psalms while in a cave. Then, ladies and gentlemen, there is uh, there's a section of the book of Psalms where you see that it, the, the Psalms of the ascents, where they're literally writing these Psalms while traveling, going through. And, 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 and normally we like to write about things after it is done. But there's some things and there's some particular lessons that I feel like God is sharing with us or trying to teach us in these moments that if we would have an ear to hear, what the spirit says to the church, then I believe that it will push you into your next. Oh, my God, and push you into your next season, push you into the next level that God has in store for you, push you in the next level of maturity, push you in the next level of trust in God. And, 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 and here we find the first lesson that I want to talk to you about that God has really been ministering to me with is the idea that God does not change. I want you to put in the chat section, say God does not change. Hashtag same God. Hashtag same God. Put it out there. Uh, God does not change. Hashtag same, same God. He's the, he's the same God. Ladies and gentlemen, it is clear to me that we are living in times of uncertainty. There, there's a lot of uncertainty that is around right now, especially being quarantined and going through this pandemic. Uh, and we realize things are constantly changing. The CDC is constantly updating and telling us how you can get the coronavirus or what they thought you could get it from. That changes. Everything is changing around us, even to uh, dates being pushed back when we return back to work for some of us who've been furloughed. So there's so much uncertainty that may be going on in our lives right now. 
Uh, hallelujah. If we all be honest that there were some things and some new norms that were already happening in your life, even before this pandemic came. And then to add that on along with it, that it brings more stress. It brings more anxiousness. It brings more anxiety. And you're like, wow, what in the world am I going to do? How do I go through a season of life right now where I don't know uh, the plans that I had are, are, are kind of being wiped away and the plans that I thought I'd be is changing and constantly changing and, and, and then we're living in a time where people are saying that even after this pandemic, there's going to be a new norm to life. How do I deal with the constant change? Ladies and gentlemen, even before the pandemic, my family and I, I'm going to be honest, for the last two years have been dealing with a transition of a new norm. New norms transition in the last two years. Uh, we've been dealing with a transition. And then last year, I'm going to be honest, I, I got engaged to my soon to be wife, Otisia. <laughs> and, 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 and this year we had planned to get married and, 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 you know, have the celebration on the day. And it's like, wow, a pandemic. God, you didn't tell me this. <laughs> you know, you didn't tell me that all of this would be going on, that all of this would change. And so you're dealing with this transition. You're dealing with the change and you're trying to figure out how in the world are you going to deal with it all? And then God, in the last couple of weeks, my, my fiance and I have been having a devotional time each morning before we go to work, before we go to our respective places uh, uh, on, on FaceTime, we have devotional. And one day it hit me like a ton of bricks that this one verse, Jesus is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. This, this one verse hit me like a ton of bricks, pretty much saying God reminding me and teaching me in the midst of all of this, trying to lead a church, trying to get, get situated in life and trying to deal with these new norms. God began to whisper to me in the moment of devotional time that through all of this, that I have not changed, <laughs> that I have not changed changed. I, I don't know who I'm talking to this morning that I, I have to, I have to teach you and remind you that I have not changed. The biggest lesson that I'm learning in the midst of that, that while everything will evolve and while things are, are constantly changing our culture and our values are changing and, and, and our technology is constantly changing, there's one thing that remains consistent and that's God. I don't, I don't know about you, but the one constant in your whole life, and I'm trying to tell you this morning, will, is God. That is the one constant. That is the one thing that you know for sure that all that, that, is, that is, is something that's constant that something is consistent and he is God God is consistent God is God God was God before pandemic God is God during a pandemic God is God after a pandemic and in an eternity God is going to be God God does not change because our situations have changed God has not changed because we are in our feelings God has not changed when you lose your job God has not changed when you gain a job God does not change when you're getting married God does not change 
change when you're going to, when you're giving birth. God does not change when things are bad. God does not change when things are up. God is the consistent and the constant through all of the change that you and I face in our life. God is the self-existent one that he was always was from the very beginning. God does not change. Ooh, hallelujah. God is God. God is God when you're low. God is God when you're up. God is God. God does not change who he is because things around you is changing. Woo, hallelujah. God does not change. In other words, theologians will refer to this as him being immutable, uh, the immutability of God. <laughs> hallelujah. In other words, just to break it down to you, that God is unchanging. That God is unchanging. God does not change. God does not change. Malachi 3 verse 6 says, for I am the Lord. I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob. In other words, what, what, what God was saying to the children of Israel, that of his, of him, because I don't change, I'm going to preserve you. The preservation of your life is because God does not change. God does not change when you step out of his will. God doesn't change even when you're in his will. God remains constant. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, are you feeling what I'm saying? Talk back to me. Are you feeling me? That God does not change. He said, I am the Lord. I change not. Uh, see, here's the thing. You always get an attitude with God like he's changing the plans. No, God hasn't changed the plan over your life. God hasn't rewritten your story. God's plan has always been before eternity's past, before you even got here. Oh, my God. God is still the same. And what does that mean? Because God is the same, what that means is, number one, that God's character and nature does not change. God's character and nature does not change. And let me tell you something. God is God by nature is a trinity consisting of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In the Hebrew writer in Hebrews chapter 13 is speaking that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And the Hebrew writer makes it very clear that he has the same attributes as God the Father. Oh my God. That he has the same attributes as God the father that Jesus is God that he is the eternal one that he is the son of God he was with God from the very beginning when oh my God when the Pharisees were saying to Jesus who do you think you are to talk about our father Abraham and, 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 and talk about Moses he said before Moses was I am hallelujah that Jesus said even before Moses even got here I am Moses and them knew who I was Abraham would have rejoiced to see my day hallelujah because I am I, 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 I am that I am. I, I am who I, I am. Whoever you need me to be. I am the self-existing one. That's who. That's who. That's who. That's who I am. That, that, hallelujah. That, that's, that, that, that's who I am. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something that Jesus, that God's nature has not changed. Jesus, Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. That he, 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 his basic nature will remain forever the same. That God will always judge humankind based upon the standard that he has set down. That God does not change his holiness. God doesn't change his righteousness. God is always fair with his judgments. God doesn't change based upon uh, men's behavior. That God remains the same. That God's faithfulness is who he is and is not predicated 
based upon your unfaithfulness, die, but he will remain to be faithful. Even when people walk away and speak bad about God, God will remain to be faithful. Oh my God, if you can testify in your life how God has been faithful to you, even when you walked away, even when you got outside of the will of God, but God's faithfulness, oh, I feel like preaching this morning, has remained the same. Woo! And you should rejoice about that. You should thank God for that because if God changed up on us, where would we be? Oh my goodness, if it was not for the Lord's mercy, where would we be right now? If God's nature of him being merciful, if God's nature of him being righteous changes up on us like that, I'm so glad, come on in here, that he's not like man, that he's not like people, that you don't know what to expect from him, but you know what to expect and you know what you're going to get out of God. Hallelujah. Psalm 102. Come on, Psalm 102. Let me calm myself down. Psalm 102, verse 25. Psalm 102, verse 25. It says, of old, you laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the work of your hands. Stop here. What the psalmist is saying, keep the the, um, text on the screen. What the psalmist is saying And he's contributing, God, excuse me, contributing the heavens and the earth to be the creation of God. Not a creation, hear me, of a Big Bang Day. Not a creation that junk came together and it organized itself. That is people saying that a God or intelligent being creating this doesn't sound does sound stupid. And I say you telling me that junk coming together and a cosmic uh, a cosmic boom, just putting all of this, separating the seeds from the land, all of that stuff is just so happenstance. Are you out of your mind? Ha! Are you out of your mind? That is as crazy as that. That's more crazy than me believing that there's actually an intelligent being that created all of this. (laughs) He says the heavens and the earth are your work. It is your work. Here it is. Verse 26. They will perish. (laughs) But you will endure. Yes, they will all grow old like a garment, like a cloak. You will change them and they will be changed. Hear me. The earth, ladies and gentlemen, in its state that is in the material things of this earth are fading. They are fading. Can I help somebody? They are fading. The universe is growing old. The universe is gradually in a state of entropy. It is in, uh, 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 it's in a state uh, of deteriorating, ladies and gentlemen. The sun is giving off uh, one point, uh, giving off one uh, uh, billion tons of, of, of mass every second, giving enough time the sun flicker out and die, all of that. Even Jesus said that heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain the same. Ladies and gentlemen, you better watch Watch what you're putting in because real the reality of it all is, ladies and gentlemen, that this material universe is fading away. It's fading away. It's fading away. 
Because let me tell you why it has to fade away. It has to fade away, fade away so that the glory of God, oh my God, that's why the Bible says in Romans, uh, I believe it's, it's in Romans chapter 8, that the earth is in that the earth is waiting for the sons and daughters. It's it's literally in groaning for the anticipation and expectancy for it to return back to its former glory. Oh my God. Hallelujah. This material universe is going to pass away. It's going to dissolve. You put in all your hope in these things and putting your hope in this. And guess what? Even in this pandemic, you learned how the earth has set still. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you something. It is set still. People thinking that this is the end of the world. But if you got to, oh my God, we're far from that because the Holy Spirit is still on the earth and the people of God is still here. But if you can just see how people were going to buy toilet paper, thinking that that was going to save them, buying all of this stuff, thinking that. Like, oh my God, this is going to be insane. This is going to be crazy going out of their minds. If that is a precursor to where people will be, then I tell you, my friend, you better put your trust in God. Ha. You better put your trust in God. I don't know who you trusting in this morning, but you better put your trust in God because he don't change. <laughs> Hallelujah. He don't change. His character is not changing. Watch this. And he compares this. Put verse 26 up for the screen for me. He compares it. Watch this. He says they will perish. They will, they will perish because, again, John said, I saw a new heaven and I saw a new earth. This whole material thing that you see right here in front of your eyes, the material universe yeah, it's fading away because <laughs> God is going to God is going to dissolve it so that a new <laughs> new heaven, new earth will be established with us. in. oh, my God, the reason why it has to be the reason why it has to dissolve and the reason why a new heaven and new earth has to come because that had corruption. Oh, my God, this current planning that we all has corruption because of the fall of Adam and Eve, because sin had entered the world. And God said, I'm going to wipe that away, a new heaven, new earth. And oh, my God, it's going to be, oh, my God, clear of sin, contamination. Here we Verse 27 says, but you are the same and your years will have no end. Let me help somebody. God was not created. God was self-existent. He is the self-existent. He is the, he is the, oh my God, he's the creator of the heavens. Yahweh has created all of this. Let me tell you something that God was, didn't have a beginning. He doesn't have an end. He always was. Verse 28 says, the children of your servants will continue and their descendants will be established before you. Can I give you another verse to back up my claim saying that God's character and nature does not change? Let me back it up some more. Here we go. James chapter one, verse 17 says, every good and perfect and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is, hear me, no variation or shadow of turning. Oh, my gosh. You know, this verse, I've read this verse so many times. I've quoted this verse so many times. But let me tell you something. I saw it so clear that I didn't pay attention to before is that with whom there is no variation. There is no deviation. God doesn't deviate from who he is. He doesn't turn from who he is. God remains the same that you are not that you don't have to guess what you're going to get out of God. Oh, my God. Ooh, you don't you see, I don't know about you, but there's some people, I just know that I, I don't know what person I'm going to get today. I don't, I, I don't know what person I'm going to get today. I, I, I don't know what type of attitude they're going to come with. If I speak to them, if they're going to say something, there is no variation. 
Hallelujah. I don't, sometimes people don't know what they're going to get out of you. Come on. Let's make it personal. If you're going to say hello, if you're going to have a good uh, uh, attitude, sometimes, in other words, sometimes you don't feel like it in the morning, especially those of us going through this pandemic right now. Your mood sometimes is up, sometimes is down. If somebody catches you on a good day, they could get an encouraging word. But if somebody catches you on a bad day, you're probably like, eh, whatever. Life is going down the tube. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, somebody. You don't know what you're going to get out of some people. But here's the thing that you can trust in God, that you always know that if you come to him, he'll come draw near to you. That God is never too busy. He's never too tired. That the Bible says that he neither slumbers nor does he sleep. Let me tell you something. God is consistent. That's why you can trust in his character. That's why you can trust in his nature. The lesson that God is teaching me, because he does not change, I can trust that he knows, oh my goodness, what's good for me. Woo, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh my God, because he doesn't, be, let me tell you something, there is no inconsistency with God. There is no inconsistency with God. God is completely consistent. He's completely consistent. There's no variation. He's consistent. Come on, why don't you put that in the chat section and say he's consistent. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a consistent God. Hallelujah. He, he, he's constant. His nature doesn't change. And because his nature doesn't change, you can trust in that. That means he's somebody reliable. That's somebody who's dependable. If you know he's, if you know he's, he, if he's, reli he, he's reliable, he's dependable. If you know that about a person, you can trust that about a person. Ah, uh, the reason why you the reason why you don't have faith in God because you don't really trust in his nature. You don't really trust in his character. But if you really trust in his nature and you really trust in in his character, then you know that you're in good hands. Oh my goodness. Woo, hallelujah. Ha! Ah, and that's what God was reminding me. He said, "Listen here, I don't change. I'm the same yesterday, the today, and forevermore. And because I don't change, you're in good hands. Hallelujah. You're in good hands. He said, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He is, oh, oh my God, he will withhold you this morning. Ooh, if you believe it, come on and shout hallelujah right there. He will withhold you. He will, he will withhold you. That's what I'm learning in the season of a pandemic is that God will uphold you. He will uphold you because of his character, because of his nature. Can I, can I, can I, I only got a couple more minutes. Let me, can I, can I give you one more thing? Uh, watch this. Number two, number two, hallelujah. Number two, God's purposes, hallelujah, and promises do not change. God's purposes and promises do not change. Got a couple minutes and I got to come close. I got to come and close. It says his, his purposes and his promises do not change. Because, Brandon, my nature don't change, my character doesn't change, and my purposes have not changed, and my promises for you have not changed because of the current circumstances of the world, because of the current eco economic issues, because of the current things that you may be going on at home. Ah, it has not changed. It has not changed. God, let me tell you something. God's promises and God's purposes over your life 
life has not changed. He has not deviated his plan towards your life. Everything that God has promised you, the Bible says that he is not like a man that he shall lie, neither like a son of man that he shall repent. Let me tell you something this morning that God, he is, oh my God, he is bound to his promises and his purposes have not changed. It has not, oh my God, he has not changed his mind concerning your future. I know you seem that there, there's a lot of uncertainty and there may not be some security even at the job you're at right now, but let me encourage somebody that your future is secure with God. <laughs> oh my God, that your future is secure with God. How can you say that, Brandon? I know you're laid off. I know you feel like all this, the bills are piling up. I know you've been trying to get through the unemployment. I know you've been trying to get through, but let me tell you something. Your future is still secure with God because when it feels like everything else is running out, when you, oh my God, the Bible says that I've been young and I've been old, but I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor is seed begging for bread. I'm going to tell you, you'll have more than enough. You'll have more than enough for God to sustain you because God has not changed his promises concerning you. Woo, hallelujah. Oh, my God. He ain't changed his promises concerning you. I feel like I'm back at the gathering place right now. Ah, God hasn't changed. God has remained the same. His counsel is remaining. Hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go to Isaiah 40. No, go to Hebrews chapter 6. Hebrews chapter 6. I got a couple more minutes left. Hebrews chapter 6. Verse 17, listen, I'm going to shout my, my, my uh, uh, spiritual son, executive pastor Dom out. Listen, uh, uh, we have this joke going on in, 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 uh, uh, between us. I called the, uh, the, uh, the New American Standard Bible the poor man's New King James Version. <laughs> and, and I so happily, when I, when I, when I got this, I liked how the, the, the New American Standard Bible said this. And I, I, <laughs> I texted him yesterday. I said, you know, I ended up using that little poor man's New King James Version. I, <laughs> I used it. He was like, repent ye therefore. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Is that repenting me? You converted, Pastor? <laughs> oh man! Let me let me read it to you. Let me read it to you from this poor man's uh, <laughs> version. It says, "In the same way, God desiring even more to show to the heirs of the promise the unchangeableness." What does it say there? It says the unchangeableness of His what purpose of his purpose. Wow. So you're telling me that the scripture says that God's purpose has not changed. That's what I'm telling you. He, and, and here's how. He interposed with an oath. He did have to make an oath, but he did. He could not find anyone worthy enough to hold him accountable of his word because of his nature. So God says, I'll make it with myself. Oh, man. Here it is. Verse 18, it says, so that by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to do what? For God to do what? Lie. 
It is impossible for God to lie. I was, again, in devotion with my fiance. Sometimes we have the mentality that God will switch up on us. Like, like he'll, he'll give us something to just take the rug underneath our feet. That's a bad mentality to have for God. Because we don't have a good perspective, perspective of God, you think that God will literally do something and take the little, take the bottom underneath you. But here he's saying that God is impossible for him to lie. It's impossible for him to break his oath. It is impossible for him to go back on it. He does not do that. Listen. God's word concerning the children of Israel going into the promised land did not change. But what changed was who was going to enter in <laughs> because of their unbelief. Because they thought God brought them to the wilderness to have them die. Oh, my God. They thought that God, how can, a, how can you think such low, so low of God when he's the one that sent the plagues to help deliver you? Oh, my God. Why is it that when you find yourself in a bind, you start second guessing God? You start second guessing God. Oh, my God. And you start to go to a place of doubt to, to then to a place of unbelief. God, the, the, the man who had the son, had the, had the son, he was like, hey, I brought, hey, and Jesus came down back from off the mountain transfiguration, came down, said, when the world is all this commotion, the man brought his son, the disciples tried to lay his hands on him, it didn't, the, 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 the demon possession did not come out of him, and, and, and the man said, could you, could you, you know, could you consider, could you, could you hear my son possibly? Jesus said, what? Jesus said, can I, What? Jesus said, can I? The man came back and said, Lord, I believe, but help me in my unbelief. See, here's the thing. The reason why I'm teaching you this lesson today that God was teaching me is because guess what? God has to deal with your unbelief about who you think he is. That's why I'm telling you he don't change. He has not changed concerning your life. Here we have it. Take encouragement in this. Go back to Hebrews 6, 18. Here it is. Impossible for him. We who have taken refuge would have strong encouragement to take hold of the hope set before us. Where is where is God? Where is our eternity path, future and, and lie? It's 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 lie and it's ahead. It's 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 ahead. Heaven is our future. Heaven is our hope. Heaven is our goal. And God is ahead of us, not behind us. God is ahead of us. He's in front of us, not behind us. And verse 19 says, this hope we have as an anchor of the soul, a hope both sure and steadfast. In other words, because his promises and his purpose does not change, my hope that I have in him is sure and steadfast. While, yes, it may not be sure if you're going to have a job tomorrow. Why, yes, it may be sure that things are going on around you and, and you're not sure about if you're going to be able to do this, if you're not going to be able to do that. And all of that one thing that we have is sure, ladies and gentlemen, is our hope in God. 
And, and, and guess what? And it, it goes one who which enters within the veil that our anchor is placed in heaven. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. And it's so sure and steadfast that when a pandemic tries to rock you and when everything that seems come compiling on you at one time, you will not move and you will not be shaken because God has not changed his promise and his purposes towards your life. Oh my goodness, and I'm reminded in the book of Romans that says, and this hope, come on in here, shall not be disappointed. Oh my God, hallelujah. This, this hope that we have in God shall not be disappointed. Why? Because he doesn't change. <laughs> oh my God. Hallelujah. Can I give you Isaiah 46 verse 10? Isaiah 46 verse 10, I gotta move. It says, declaring the end from the beginning and from the ancient times, things which have not been done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, saying my purpose will be established and I will accomplish all my good pleasure. Let me tell you something. In other words, what it says that the counsel of God, how oh my God has already been established and it will stand. Whatever God has promised you, yes and amen. It's not retracted because a pandemic is here. That everything God promised you, it don't matter. You can prosper right in the midst of a situation, right in the midst of a circumstance that God will continue to elevate you. God will continue to raise you up. TCF, I got good news for you this morning that even in the midst of all of this, God is raising us up to be a voice and no, oh my God, in a wicked land to be a voice where there's uncertainty and tell them to look to a God that does not change, who has not changed his character, that still sits at the throne and still sits at the right hand of the Father. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. If you believe it, give God a great praise right there. Come on and praise him. I said praise the unchangeable God. Praise him this morning. Woo, hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. Woo, I feel good this morning. I feel mighty good this morning. Look at so my God. Encourage somebody in the chat says he's unchanging. He's unchanging. Woo, he's unchanging this morning. Woo! Hallelujah. What does this mean for you? God can be trusted. God can be trusted. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God can be trusted. God can be trusted. His counsel remains the same. Hallelujah. The lesson you need to learn in this pandemic, the lesson you need to learn, the first one, is God has not changed. God spoke to me and said, Brandon, I haven't changed. I have not changed. I have not changed. Hallelujah. I have not changed my ways. If I sustained you before, I'll sustain you now, and I'll sustain you in eternity. <laughs> From my yesterday, in my present, in my future, God will still sustain me. God will be faithful. He was faithful when you, before you met him, while you met him, and he'll continually be faithful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands. Come on and clap your hands. Hallelujah. He's a great and mighty God. He's a great and mighty God. He's a great and mighty God. God does not change. God does not change. Listen, if you're not saved, I, I offer you the God that remains the same. 
I offer you a God that was faithful to you to even allow you to be alive today. It is the mercy of God that you're here right now. That you are here right now. And that you're watching me right now on the screen. And I tell you, if you don't know Jesus, it is not hard to know him today. You can know him for yourself. What does it mean to be saved? It means to accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior of your life. Below you see right there in front of me, you see that there is take the next steps. If you committed your life to Christ today, I want you to click that link that may be in the chat right now and give your life to Christ. Let us know so we can tell you the next steps of salvation. Today in the name of Jesus Christ. How do I do that? Just say, Lord, I, I say this after me, Lord. I acknowledge, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner, that I'm in need of a savior, that Lord, that I'm done running from you and I wanna receive you. Oh my goodness, as my personal savior. I acknowledge that you died on the cross for my sin, that you buried and that you rose again and that you ascended to heaven. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and make me whole. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you made that prayer, come on. We believe God that you are saved today. It's not the prayer that makes you saved. It's what you said from your heart. It's what you said from your heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you want to be, if you want to be a partner of TCF, Come on, I don't care where you are, worldwide. We got partners everywhere, Texas, everywhere. Come on, I want you to be a part. I wanna be your pastor. If you are connected to this altar here at TCF, I wanna be your pastor today. I wanna be able to grow, let us grow together as a community, as a family here at Transformation Christian Fellowship where we connect lives to the transforming power and love of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, hallelujah.